Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. I'm Chris. And this is SLC Punkass. Punkass. Yeah. And this is episode 98. Closing in on 100. Chris, I, I think this is actually 191 for anybody out there who's really counting. Nobody's But counting. we're going to celebrate 100 when it gets yeah, here. Yeah, but why would we not? Uh, this is SLC Punkcast. We are a punk rock review and interview show reviewing and critiquing all genres and subgenres of punk rock music. And Dustin, we have an interview today. Yes, we do. They were in studio. Live in studio, Houston and the Dirty Rats. Yes. For the second time coming to visit us here in Salt Lake City. Yes, both times we've done interviews with Houston and the Dirty Rats. They were live in the basement. And, of course, we couldn't get a chance to go and see them because we already had tickets to Bouncing Souls. And we'll get into that later when we talk about live music because that was a fun night. Those guys got to go see or meet up with the dudes in the Bouncing Souls because they're all from New Jersey. Yeah, a bunch of Jersey guys getting together in old Utah. Fuck, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck, mother, fuck, mother, fuck, noise, noise, noise. <laughs> yes, we did a little bit of that too. Yeah, uh, and let's uh, let's look at some what's new stuff, new releases. Right. Um, what's new? We're going to go back to April 26th, so we're going to go with The Brainiacs and Rock and Roll Lobotomy, April 26th. Speaker, SPQR, something with Roman Legions, right? That's what you've been yeah. saying? Uh, long Sun, or sorry, Low Sun, Long Shadows, April 26th. Tio Rico, suck it. I thought that was coming out. I think it was still just the single Unfledged, man. I still don't think that album's actually come out. Scandal came out with Five Seconds to Riot on April 26th. (coughs) Cure, C-U-I-R, Demo 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 on April 26th. Transitions, they came out with the single Dark Side of the Sun, April 26th. (coughs) The Riot Gang with Ice Age on April 28th. The Boot and Rally, oi, oi, oi. Volume 2 compilation on Vicious Mistress Records. That's on April 29th. Channel 3 came out with the Bellwether EP on April 29th. Action Man and Deadneck had a deflections, or sorry, defections split. There it is. On Mudcake Records, April 30th. The Ramams put out an EP called Problem Child on April 30th. We Don't Work, May 1st. Compilation on May 1st. And then Narrow Views. No Apologies, May 1st. Give You Nothing came out with Give You Nothing on May 1st. Streetlight Saints split with Berlin Blackouts on May 1st. Robot Repair with End Transmissions on May 2nd. No way we were going to be able to do this while the music was still going. It's a huge list. There's a lot of stuff I'll carry on April for you. and May. Give you a break here. The Disables with Loose on the Streets. It's an EP May 2nd. Vice Squad with I Dare to Breathe EP May 2nd. The Besmirchers. I besmirch you, Dustin. Hate Your Life, May 3rd. Suntrance with Japan, EP May 3rd. Ursula with Regurgitate, May 4th. Life Has a Way with Ugly on May 4th. F-A-V-L. They're from Utah, Chris. Laha. Life Has a Way. Oh, yeah. They did a record release party also on the same night, yeah. May 4th. Yeah, we anyway, were a little busy that night. Yes, busy day. Prigioniero. Favel with... Pagioniero. It's Italian. You gotta let it sing. <laughs> <laughs> May 5th, the Dumbheads with Tales of Terror, May 6th. Kill the Con Man with Protected Serve, May 7th. Harrington Saints with a thousand pounds Woo! of oil, May 10th. 
Primetime Failure with Memory Lane, May yeah. 10. Bat with Bat Music for Bat oh, People, yeah. May 10. The Planet Smashers with TMI, May 10th. Billy Bio with Freedom's Never Free, May 10th. CJ Ramon, The Holy Spell, May 10th. Charger, self-titled, May 10th. 10-Foot Pole, it's escalating quickly, May 10th. And finally, Swift Knuckle Solution with Dead Palms on May 10th. Let us know we're missing. I'm sure there's some way that we can add to this list that's already way too long. Find us on social media and interact with us. We love it when people interact with us. You can find me on social media at SLC Punk Chris. And I'm on uh, SLC Punkcasts on Instagram and Facebook at Another Punk SLC on Twitter. Right on. Great job, Dustin. Dustin, new music uh, coming out or that's come out that we wanted to review or listen to or talk about. Yes, sir. This is you. You're up first. What'd you pick? Why'd you uh, pick the it? Adolescents uh, with a new track last year. Um, punk Rock Bowling. That's Queen of thing. Denial is the song. We're going to see him Punk Rock Bowling uh, Sunday, May 26th, main stage, 455, 530. They're one of the higher on the bill bands, to say the least. Um, this band started in 1979. They are from Orange County, California. This is from Crop Duster. You remember the you remember the CD cover for Crop Duster, Dustin? It I was do. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Right? That shit was great. Cool fucking uh, CD. Cool album, rather, that came out last year. Uh, looking forward to seeing the Adolescents. Have you seen the Adolescents live? I don't know if I have. If I, I did, it was I, probably in the Warped Tour in the 90s. Right? There's I, a, lot, there's a, a phase I don't remember all the bands that came through there's there. There's a phase I don't remember much. That was the <laughs> copious amounts of alcohol that I imbibed during that time. <laughs> um, I don't know if I've ever seen the Adolescents Live or not. I can't think of seeing them either. before. Um, so, yeah, man, pretty cool uh, that we're going to get a chance to see them. Looking forward to that. Since punk rock boys can be a lot of fun. Chris, a couple new uh, albums, an EP that came out April 30th. One's coming up on May 10th on Pirates Press. Uh, we're going to play tracks off of those. So we're going to go with the Ramones first. They're yeah, all female Ramones tribute band. Right, and, and they're great. The content matches the milfiness of it, right? The, right. Uh, this is great. So what is this, Boogie Knot? Boogie Not Snot. Yeah. Boogie Not Snot.
I think we got the point. <laughs> They're fun. Problem uh, Child is the EP. They're from Philadelphia. They're fun. They have this song and another one that are tribute songs, right. right? And then they did an actual Ramones cover. That's what you're going to get on the EP. And then they did a split with Dad Brains last yes. year. Also on Pirate's Press. Chris, this is on Pirate's Press. This is coming out May 10th. This is Charger. They're releasing the self-titled Charger. Nice. This track's called Victim. Matt Freeman's doing some bass on this. Yeah. And he's singing. He's got a little bit of uh, metal in there, huh? Right? I like the sound. You, you know, the bass yeah, is cool, great. Man. The bass stands out. It's exceptional. Uh, drums, guitar, everything put together. And I, I think you're right. It has kind of that metal-like sound, that punk metal. You know, I've heard other comparisons already made to these guys, to thrash. Motorhead. It's thrash. And so I'm going to go with it. You know, Motorhead, I, I can hear it. And they kind of have that, that kind of sound to it. But, yeah, a little bit of thrash to it. tell Matt Freeman is you know he's got different loves man this is nothing like rancid but he's out doing his own thing whatever he enjoys doing it's cool that he's in that type of position like I'm just gonna go make a band and we're gonna do this music it's nothing like the band I've been in forever yeah and, and all the guys the in thing. rancid have their own thing going on and it's it's cool to hear the, the different things they have it is if I was going to do it, Chris, I would do a hardcore band and a street punk band. Street punk hardcore? No, two separate bands, two separate sounds. How about a little Dead Boys? There's some classic Dead Boys here. 77. Young, loud, and snotty. We're going to see them at Punk Rock Bowling. This is one of your older slash lesser known picks. This probably follows some under the older. older. Oh, yeah, right? Second stage, 8.45, 9.15 p.m. on Monday. Yes. <coughs> I keep forgetting that we got to keep partying on Monday. Yes, we do. 
Hey Justin. Have you seen the CBGB movie? I don't think so. The Dead Boys play a prominent role in it uh, as a uh, you know an act that was being promoted at the time. Awesome. The uh, the dude uh, Ron Weasley in Harry Potter. He plays Cheetah Chrome. Nice. And uh, the dude from the Hangover movies, the National Treasure movies. Uh, he plays one of the guys. It's it's kind of a neat. They're they're guys that you recognize when you see the band, but obviously a little less recognizable. Um, yeah, prominently featured in that movie. Uh, check it out. It's a it's a cool movie. Um, you know, I don't think it's like important, you know, must watch kind of thing, but it's a cool movie. Check out a little bit of punk rock history in New York City. Cheetah Crone himself's in the movie. Nice. Sounds like a cameo. That's cool. Chris, this is your second older, lesser known, also a punk rock bowling band. Ravagers. Just another rat. They are from Baltimore, Maryland. This album, Natural Instinct, came out in 2015. And uh, yeah, man. A little bit of a blend of punk rock here. This is just another rat off of Natural Instinct. Let's take a listen to the Ravagers. Chris, the Ravagers, they're going to be uh, Monday, May 27th, second stage, 520 to 540. And in case you didn't know, they're a rock and roll gang from the wastelands of Baltimore. That's off Natural Instinct. Track two, which came out July 4th, Like everybody else in Baltimore, they didn't show up to any Orioles games. <laughs> All right, Chris. The older, lesser known pick I'm going with this week is a band called Recreational Outrage from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, over the weekend, I was... Just scrolling through Instagram, checking out who you know who had new releases and stuff. And anyway, Pick a Bar 
AKA God. Gerard from 45 Adapters went and saw these guys, posted a video, and I thought, oh, cool, I'll check these guys out. I like it. They have two singles available that both came out, I think, like September 10th and September 11th of 2018. This one's called Give It To Me. Give it to it's me. A single. should know this, but I'm drawing a blank. Sponsored the uh, Punkin' Oi Fest I went to, Northeast Oi Fest. There you go. I think that's why it's familiar to me. We can all be sluts. Two time. Give it to me three times. What you think, Chris? It's all right, man. Cool sound. I like it. I thought it was cool. I, I like the video that Pickabar posted, and it's cool. To check these guys out. Uh, they're in Brooklyn. They were playing last week. Chris, we're going to talk about a touring band. They're going to be here in Salt Lake this Thursday. I can't do it. So the day after this show airs, probably it's going to yeah. air Wednesday because we're recording can't. on Tuesday. They're going to be here on Thursday. I can't do a Thursday night or not after some whoever kicked me square in the fucking outside of my knee at fucking the Bouncing Souls show. Good on you. Great <laughs> fucking kick. You fucking laid me up. Dude, I when we got to Bouncing Souls, I danced the whole fucking time. You have a busted ankle. You're in the back. Yeah. I brought a friend from work. He fucking went to the bar and got 
destroyed. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and then I took him home to his wife. At I told her I'd have him home by midnight, 11.57. Look at he that. He was able to figure out how to open his door. She actually opened it for him. And she's like, what the fuck? I was like, well, he won't be going out with us ever again. <laughs> Yet another person I've corrupted, right? According to their wives. Wives fucking hate me. The guys love me. <laughs> but, uh, no, I had a great time. Uh, last week at Bouncing Souls, nothing went right. It was perfect. Uh, so there's no way I'm going to be able to make it for No Coach Criminals, Dustin. You going? I'm going. I don't know. Let's check them out. That's we stand for we. I have no doubt it'd be a fun show to go to. Lots of love to No Coast Criminals. Dustin, where else can we see them? Uh, No Coast Criminals, that's we stand for we. Uh, Right now, they have a new album release, but I don't think you can find it digitally. Go to their shows. That is where you're going to get the album, and that's where I'm going to go get it this week. Uh, That came out on Smash Your Head on the Punk Rock Volume 3, a Smash Your Head on the Discos compilation. Smash Your Head on the Punk Rock. Yeah, Smash Your Head and the Punk Rock right. came out December 10th. Chris, uh, you can find these guys. They didn't really post a lot of shows. I don't think they're doing a huge tour. They're going to no, be here not. Thursday. It's just kind of a, a, May 9th. a one-off almost, isn't it? May uh, 7th. Couple. They've got something uh, May 7th. But then, yeah, man, they're, they're, they're hitting here. And May 15th in KC. And yeah, they're, they're I, I'm sure they probably have a couple smaller things lined up. I mm. wish I could tell you. Oh, Never mind, I found it. You found it? Yes. I was looking for it, couldn't find it. Uh, let's see if there's a man. Here. I'm just fucking sitting over here. All right, Chris. They are so they the person in on the May pit 7th. That I that I punched in the face. I apologize. It was an accident. My hand slipped. May 8th, they'll be in Denver. May 9th, they're here in Salt Lake. May 10th, they'll be in Las Vegas at the Double Down Saloon. Phoenix on the 11th. The 13th, they'll be in Austin, Texas. They'll be in Tulsa on the 14th. KC on the 15th, and Cedar Falls, Iowa on the 16th. So, uh, you know, they're right at the beginning. So when you hear this, go hit them up at one of those shows. You can go get their vinyl. They're going to have their vinyl available there. These guys are from Independence, Iowa. Right on. They're going to be here in Utah. The venue changed. I have no idea how accurate this is. I've never been to this. The Build-A-Bear Workshop. They could be at the Build a Bear Workshop. <laughs> That's what a fucking flyer says. It's the Build a Bear Workshop on 25 South Rio Grande Street in Salt Lake City this Thursday. Is Tickets that real? are five bucks. That's what the flyer says, man. The flyer's go- cool as shit. Well, then maybe we should go. If I could take the kids, get some Build a Bears. Uh, Press Gang is going to be there. Static oh, Death shit. opening. Well, now we have to go. Starts at six. It's an all ages show. Oh, it is. That's what it says. It's Thursday. At the Build a Bear Workshop. The Build a Bear. I really. 
the address has got to be something else. There's a build a bear workshop, I think, at the that outdoor mall that's down there, man. Maybe they're in there. I don't know. I'm fuck? gonna be there. That I know. Maybe I'll just. I'm looking forward to up. No Coast Criminals. I wish hooligans could have been there uh, as what well. What happened with that? Uh, they had to pull out. They're from North Carolina. You know, North Carolina, raise up, take your shirt off, and twist around your head like a helicopter. Whatever the fuck all that was. All right, Chris, let's do some... Uh... Goal song. Okay. Was that good? <laughs> or... Fuck you! Get pumped! Oh, fuck you, get pumped! Yeah! All right, we're going to do some great cover-to-cover albums now. Chris, this is a punk rock bowling band. That's why you picked them. Tell me about them. We love seeing them live. Yeah, these guys are so good live. We love this band. This is one of the first bands we played on our podcast. So kind of a... I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll always have a special place in my heart for direct a direct hit. This is from more of the same Satanic Singles 2010 to 2014. They are from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Find them on Punk Rock, or excuse me, on Fat Records. They'll be at Punk Rock Bowling uh, at a club show on May 26th. You and I are going to literally haul ass as soon as they leave the stage. We're going to get our asses over to... It's just across the street. We'll be in the downtown oh, yes, Grand. that's right. And Hogs and Heifers is just across <laughs> the street. It's, and it's not even a street that they have traffic on. That's how yeah. small the street is. And so we're going to go see Authority Zero right after. We're going to miss Nerf Herder, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, but looking forward to Direct Hit. I think, I think since we're leaving after Direct Hit anyway, I think I might jump on the stage. Why not? See if I can get kicked out. Yeah. Let's just reach out to them ahead of time and ask them if they'll let you on stage. Let's do that. Dustin, your shirt, you got it. Fuck you, get pumped. I do. I wore it last year at Punk Rock Bowling. And you and I literally say that to each other like all the time. All the time. I say that at work. Fuck you, get pumped. Why this song? Fuck you, get pumped. That's why. All right. Uh, I picked three songs off of this. And this one was track one, so it fit one of those criteria. The third one I chose is the name of the The album. It's the title track, second one. And Werewolf Shame, track four. Probably a single. We played this on our first Halloween episode. Yeah. Don't care. Um, I'm kind of over that I think that we've I mean for fuck's sake we got 100 episodes coming up I think we've played so few songs for a second go around that it matters it doesn't really matter nobody fucking heard it the first time <laughs> cool song man that's why it's a fucking cool song dude. it is a good song I don't know why I like direct hit they're, they're, you know uh, I think they've got a very full sound uh, kind of a non-stop hitting the power chords and just kind of letting it ride out. 
uh, while still going. Um, you know, you might want to throw them in that pop-punk category, uh, mostly because of their age as a band-wise. Is there such um, category as hardcore pop-punk? Um, I think that... Hardcore pop? That maybe you can have some aspects of everything. I think that hardcore is definitely one that needs to be in there. Yeah. Um, but I think they play, you know, a little bit of variety. Honestly, there's just good fucking punk rock. There's man. a couple songs where I think that's a great hardcore song. There's a couple songs I've heard that, like, it kind of has a Blink-182 sound to it. Right, right. For me, uh, I just, I think they're a great band, I man. I love this band. I, 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 you know, you and I both fucking, probably the best show of the year we went to last year in 2018 was these guys with Face to Face and Less Than Jake. Right. Oh, my God. Like, my mind's still blown that we did that, right? Right. And, of course, you I mean, you and I were in the fucking front and center fucking singing every fucking lyric of every song back at them. Right. Just having fun. I fucking lost a rib that night to the little guy. Yes, Chris. Uh, I get beat up really easy. Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with me? This guy is up old. Alright, this is Werewolf Shame. That's a solo. It preaches the song well, though. It's totally self-serving. Yeah, it is. Which means it's a thrash song. Start punching it. Hey, 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 hey. It's a great song. There's a lot of play with that yes. you would do with them live, right? A lot of interaction. Clapping, oying, paying, oying. Oy. That way you oy and hate at the same time. Hoy! <laughs> right? Ahoy, ahoy. All right, Chris, your title track happens to be track number seven. It's a title up. track, more of the same. Great fucking song, right? All their albums are great cover to cover albums, by the way. We did Dome Splitter. You did, did Dome Splitter like episode one or two. Yeah. You got anything new coming out? Their new album came out last year around this time, I think. So, uh, maybe? I, I haven't seen anything or heard anything. You know, for how much we like this band, we didn't have them on our lists. No. Best 2018? Maybe it was the year before. It might it have been 2017. the end of the year. Yeah. I think they had it before we came out. They came out, we saw them in February of 2018, I think. By the way, Dome Splitter was track or album episode number three, best album for me. Okay. 
Crown of Nothing came out in 2018. That was a, a, a big miss by both of us. Yeah, it was. Hey, Dustin, I just asked Direct Hit if I could get on stage with them at Punk Rock Bowling and yell, fuck you, get pumped. All right, that's awesome, right at the beginning. <laughs> uh, April 26, 2018, that was at the end of the year? I don't know how. There's been a handful of bands that come across that I, I should have been on there we, for me. We, and, I think that like, we need to avoid doing it at all costs this year. Just not do it? Just not do it. I... I I, I think that it was a noble endeavor. I think that you and I both thought we could handle it. I don't think we can. I missed. Uh, because I there's think. There's been a handful I know that have come across. Like, right. Uh, I missed that one. And you and I both, I think, love this music too much to somehow put out, you know, miss something, right? Have an, right. Have an errant, uh, you know, thing. So. You know, I mean, fuck, dude, I kind of gave up on it because I was so overwhelmed with, oh, shit, that was good, that was good, that was good. Oh, fuck it. Right. Here's some shit that I liked from last year. Um, I don't think that we're responsible enough. (laughs) We do. We we have missed because that should have been somewhere. I mean, I did a top 40. I did a top 40. Wasn't there a Splinter CD or something like that that came yeah, out? Yeah, that, that was good. Missed. Trails. God damn, that was dude, a good one. We fucking missed a lot. So yeah. maybe either either revisit it and reconsider it, like now, fucking six months into the next year, <laughs> or as you know, maybe maybe go back and do a best of our own episodes, a, a favorite thing that we played during the year, um, and and maybe revisit stuff that way. I don't know. Maybe. Just a thought. Well, Chris, at the top of the episode, you talked about us having done an interview. Interview is done. We're going to listen to two tracks and then throw that interview on. So Houston and the Dirty Rats, they, they have a, a CD out. that uh, They're going to put it on digital. They'll and talk tape. about that. And tape, right? So it's called Songs from the Bathroom Stall. So there's a, a couple... Uh, tracks. We're gonna play all four tracks from the 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 CD. We're gonna play the Lion Game first, and then Dumpster Diver, which was an original track before this, but they went and re-recorded it. So this okay. is the al- the album version, not the single version. It's okay. a little bit different. They talk about that during the interview. So let's play a couple tracks. We'll jump into the interview and then come back, play a couple more tracks, do some guilty pleasures. Fuck you, get fucked. Everyone 
This is the album version of Dumpster Diver. Check this out. We'll be back after the interview. Yeah, the first song, a little bit lower tempo. It was. I'm picking it up here, yeah? Picking up Dumpster Diver. Joining me now live in studio, Houston and the Dirty Rats, Houston. What's up? Will. Hey, how's it going? Gerard. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me, guys. <laughs> so you guys are on day 71 here in Salt Lake City, Utah of 100 shows in 100 days. There it is. <laughs> How have the first 70 gone? <clears throat> Honestly, uh, I'm kind of surprised we made it this far. Uh, it doesn't really feel like 70 days, but at the same time, it feels like it's been a year. So I don't know. I'm going back and forth with this. When you think about it, you have 365 days in a year, right? So it's over 25% of the year, but not quite a third of the year. But that's still a long time. I mean, you guys started back in February. And we did the video. If anybody was watching on Facebook, I even said then, I don't remember what I was doing back then. What the hell is it? You guys have been on tour since then. We really Oh, I remember what we were doing on that day. We had just got all our merch in last minute. And we stayed up oh, all day no. just preparing our merch, like rolling our t-shirts and right. folding <laughs> Packing CDs. CDs, folding up tapes. Those CDs right there, I cut 2,500 individual pieces of paper. <laughs> I helped fold. Just you have to format them to size, right? and then you have to number them, and then you have to assemble everything. And we pretty much were doing it like the week and a half, two weeks before we left. And then the shirts, like the tour shirts, didn't come to like three days before we left. Wow. Or less. We so you guys were cramming. Cramming, yeah. We were yeah. very tired people. <laughs> we were very tired. And you guys are selling. I've got my copy of the CD right here selling these for a buck. Yep, we sell them for yeah. $1. Now, is that like cost right there? Because you have print and, I mean, by cost. the time you add your time into that, right? We don't really factor the time in, but sure, I mean... you're doing it for the love. Yeah, we're doing it for the love, but it's like a little under 50 cents to make them. We try oh, not bad. Because we try to do it so that it's pretty much just... CDs are going away. It's really kind of becoming an outdated medium. It's sad but true because this that day of going to a CD store isn't really there anymore. I mean, there's more record stores now than CD stores. I was going to say stores. what's coming back not, is records and, and I mean, I love vinyl, so I'm not vinyl. complaining. But uh, There's more to it. We've talked about it on the show. So, you know, uh, my records are behind me. 
comparing what you've done here, and I like what you guys have done, so you, everybody's got to get out and check it out. I, I think it's very, it's artistic, right? I mean, you guys have a picture of all of you using the John together, but you have your instruments <laughs> yeah. and your drumsticks. Yeah. I mean, that's cool, but we're, we're looking at such a smaller version of it as opposed to, yeah. you know, if you were on the larger, and I think that's one thing that the vinyl can add to it. Maybe, you know, there's many others, but... Uh, I think that's why the CD's going out. The, the cassette tape's even making uh, cassette, a comeback. Cassettes are making a comeback. We've sold... Eight tracks have not. I'm going to put that out there. Eight tracks have we've not. We've sold... Sorry. In the 100 shows, we've sold about 60 cassettes. We nice. released our cassette tape on 420 of last year, on right. April 20th, in uh, Lowell, Massachusetts. And... Since then, like, it really kind of just was stagnant. We didn't really sell a whole lot of cassettes. But with the new kind of analog comeback, right. people love cassette tapes, I guess, because they're buying cars with cassette players, and they're just buying cassette tapes. It's really crazy. Well, unfortunately, Chris couldn't join me today. But Chris, he's opted to be a cassette guy now. So me, vinyl, <laughs> about two years ago, I started collecting. So everything back there that I've got behind me, wow. all within about the last two years. Chris, on the other hand, has opted. He's got a few, but he's decided he's going to be a cassette guy now. So he's buying all of his stuff on cassette tape. Wild. Right? That's really wild. That's wild. I, it doesn't matter. Uh, but anyhow, uh, one of our friends, I remember he sold like all 200 of his records. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm just getting cassettes. Wow. I'm just getting cassettes now. And he had like this big cassette wall in his house. He My showed heart. me and I was like, that's crazy. That is crazy. Right? We try to We try to make our CDs very much like a multi- uh, media kind of item like the big thing is it is a cd but we always try to have the cds professionally printed like the discs themselves because we always tell people you could use it as a coaster if you want to yeah. access it online sure and then yeah. we usually throw stickers in there uh we put a sticker in there so you get a free sticker and then the actual packaging is a poster so it folds out and it folds out and the cd you have in your hand right now has the hundred shows tour poster in it oh awesome so you can just fold that out frame it do whatever you want put it on the wall you know so it really works out, especially because people are like, I don't like CDs. And we're like, well, for a dollar, you can get a poster, a coaster, a sticker. Right. You know? like, <laughs> like, don't walk away a empty handed. I know you get dollar. four tracks, four tracks. Go buy digital media, right? It's, it's a dollar a track dollars, roughly, yeah. right? So yeah. you're getting a bargain for a dollar just for the music alone. But like you say, you got the sticker. You've got the poster in there, and if you want to use it as a coaster, you can use it as a coaster. I mean, hey, if your laptop <laughs> still has one of those things where you could drop the uh, the disc in it, like download it and then burn it for all we right? like keep our music. Yeah, take exactly. It. You you printed twenty five hundred. Yes, sir. Oh, Everybody out there listening, make sure you get a copy. It's a dollar, right? <laughs> you probably dig dollar. the change for that dollar out yeah. of your car, out of under your, your seat. Your and you're getting car. so much more than just the, the four tracks, which uh, one of which Dumpster Diver. We were talking about that one earlier. So you re-recorded this, right? Because yeah. we played Dumpster Diver probably about a year ago. You guys were on the show about that a year ago. Even, you even played it before. That's how we discovered you yeah. because right. uh, you uh, tagged us in a Facebook post or something, and you said that we're premiering Houston the Dirty Rats from Phillipsburg, New Jersey. And then I was like, like crap, we're going to Salt Lake. I was like, I can't believe they played us. And it was like. <laughs> And then, and then we did that interview. It was like, you played us, man. Can we do an interview? And you're like, sure. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But this is a, a re-recorded copy. Mm -hmm. you, you guys went in. You told well, me before we were doing that. It sounds really good now. Right. Yeah. So you had a single version. Now you got the, 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 the EP version EP here. version, yeah. And you said it took two takes? Uh, yeah, it took like takes. two takes. Yeah. Tell me about some of these tracks on here. What about The Lion Game? Uh, uh, the Lion Game. The Lion Game is one of like our 
hardest and fastest songs that we have. And uh, it seems like a lot of people like it. There's a breakdown in the middle of it, and it has this cool like bass intro. As and great punk songs do. Yeah. Like, break down a great bass intro. You're doing it right. Again. <laughs> Either like a bass solo or a, a good oh, yeah, intro. Always because the there's a lot solo. of guitar, and I think the guitar solos, Chris and I always have the debate, was it self-serving or did it actually serve the song on the guitar That's solos, the big right? Thing. That's Mainly self-serving. Most of them are, and that, that yeah. harkens from the... The, the heavy metal, the, yeah. the hair metal, and all those, yeah. you know, no, th- that's where they that, come from. That's why I feel when you look at different bands, if it's a short and sweet guitar solo, then it's it really adds to the song. When you listen to some of those old bands like the Circle Jerks, or even I'm a big fan of El Jefe and No Effects. Right. And there's been like a bajillion guitar players and no use for a name. But when you look at the guitar solos, like they were they were needed, you know, like right there. It right. wasn't excellent. Nothing like longer than a breakdown. Yeah, nothing longer it's than a good it's bridge. Not even you know, It's probably even like 15 seconds. Other. Yeah. Is that the part where everybody stops except for the guitar player and they go get a drink of water? Yeah. And then, then they'll come back like, all right, that was long enough. <laughs> I wish that's how it worked. <laughs> right? Not just somebody that wants stage. to show off. They're like, come on, guys. Let me let me do it on this one. Let me do it on this one. Is that how it works? You're the guitar player in the band. Do you ever say, come on, guys, just, just this one song? <laughs> no, we actually – it's kind of very funny. Like, I feel like almost every time we play, we never play – the song the same no, every we don't. time like it's always just a little bit different whether i change a fill or the time when i hit a crash or like their solos sometimes like it all depends on like the oh, crowd. No, I've, i don't think sure. i've ever played my solo the same twice yeah. maybe one time i played it the same but never so, like, again. yeah sometimes the solos are a little <clears throat> bit longer or shorter depending on like Especially if you can work the crowd with it, because sometimes it's just a small bar with a small crowd. You're maybe just playing to the, to the, like the regulars at the bar on a Monday night, so you pretty much you just like all right, all right, let's go right into the song right after this solo. But if there's like thirty college kids in a basement and you can get them all to chant "Hey" after the solo, you're gonna do that and then go yeah. right into that that like final verse or chorus, you know. That's that's how you play a live show. You play to the audience. You guys are doing it right. Keep them entertained. Keep them keep them happy. Make them smile. <laughs> how are some of those? Speaking of you know Monday, Tuesdays, Sundays. The one thing that we've learned as a band, I would say, is that there honestly is a place to play. And a show going on every day of the week. It just may not be in your town. You know what I mean? So, like, we're from a small farm town in northwestern New Jersey. So, on a Tuesday night, there's not a punk show. But right. in Chicago or sometimes even these these little towns in Ohio, like Springfield, Ohio, or uh, Virginia, what was it? Or West Virginia, sometimes you'll have a great show on a Tuesday. Melbourne, Florida. We played an awesome punk rock show on a Tuesday night in Melbourne, Melbourne. Florida, Florida, and it awesome. was amazing. So, like, you never know what you're going to go into because sometimes there's just there's always a show going on somewhere. And if we're playing that show, it's just wild, you know. It's awesome. like, so I mean, some people are like, "How did you fill those dates?" And it's like, there's some place to play, man. Especially like Sometimes. when it, when there's the big gimmick or like people have been so grateful in helping us do these hundred shows because sometimes it's hard to find a, like bands to support you on that Tuesday sure. or Wednesday or Monday 
And when you when you approach them and say, we're going to play 100 shows in 100 days, and we have this bar locked in, and can you play with us? They're like, you're doing 100 shows in 100 days? That's amazing. They're like, I'll go into work late on the next day for that, you know? And, like, just the amount of support we've gotten through the scene. Sometimes we'll community. just walk into a place and be like, we need a band. We're like, oh, hey, we're a band. We can yeah. Play. <laughs> well, it was wild. We played a show in Ventura, California, and... <clears throat> The whole thing is we originally were supposed to play Tarzana, which is a suburb of Los Angeles. And through just meeting people on the road, we actually played Louisiana. And the dude had, was a friend of ours that we had met in Southern California. And he was like, dude, I'm good friends with a bar owner in Ventura. And I'll get the date for you. And he got us the date. And then uh, I made some posts online and got a few bands. And then those bands contacted other bands. And then we were still looking for, like, I think one or two. And we played Phoenix, Arizona. And there was a, a this awesome lady who actually, it's sad to say, she, she passed away recently. But she may rest in peace. But she contacted all her friends. And she was like, hey, these guys are doing 100 shows. And they're amazing. You need to play with them. She hit up all her friends Jeez, and got a place for us to stay in Ventura, got bands on the bill. Like, it was amazing. And it was just cool. like from just playing shows and being like, hey, we're doing 100 shows. And people are like, we want to support this. Punk rock's not dead, you know? Right. And it's just been an amazing experience, although it's tiresome at some points. But the fact that we're just – we're playing a show every day, and there's so many people that are, like, on our side and, like, rooting for us. It's, it's amazing. How do you not? 100 shows, 100 days. Well, Nobody I mean, does that. We were talking about that when you first got here. Like, that is I – mean, that's you, a feat. Nobody does that. You could be that guy who's like, oh, well, what a bunch of tryhards. <laughs> <laughs> Posers. <laughs> Back to the tracks real quick. Yeah, let's, let's sure. Make sure we talk about that. <laughs> we talked about track one, Lion Game. Track two, Dumpster Diver. So track three, yeah, public restrooms suck. And that's, uh, that's... go get the CD. That, that's, that'll probably be relevant. That's, yeah, that, that's... That, that was a good song. <laughs> it yeah. was, it's really funny. So public restrooms suck, I guess. Uh, the best way to describe it is way back. Like a lot of these songs like that, we, that are on our cassette tape and on this uh, EP were written while I was in high school. Like, I mean, now I'm almost 25, but they were just songs that were sitting around. And we were just like, you know what? Let's just learn them. We've been playing them for maybe like, for like three, four years now. And Public Restroom Suck was one of them where I was just like a young kid. And it was just like, Public Restroom Suck! Public Restroom Suck! You know? And uh, there's like some funny, kind of clever lyrics. It's very no effects, uh, like kind of like Fat Mike-esque with cool. uh, some of the lyrics. And the, the whole theme of the record is based kind of off that song. Because I actually had a dream, as people would say, I had a dream. I actually visualized, I told these guys like... Two years ago, I had this idea where we were all at urinals and had our instruments on our backs, and it was just on the back burner. We never knew what we'd do with it, and then we recorded uh, this EP in Buffalo, New York, and we didn't know what to name it, and I was like, what about that like bathroom idea? And then I was like, what if we call it Songs from the Bathroom Stall? Nice. And we, they were just kind of like, sure, you know. That That's your next merchandise, and if you, if you don't have it already, right there, you get your logo on rolls of toilet paper. Right? Oh, that'd be really right? cool. I've never <laughs> seen Yo, I've never thought of that. We should do that. We should get the logo. A limited run. We should have our own toilet paper print. I don't know what it costs. I'm not trying to put out something there. You no, to I mean, fork a lot of money it'd be too, worth it'd be pricing it out. Yeah. I think people would want to buy, right? Yeah. They could go support I mean, the band, and you're like, I've never bought a band's roll of toilet paper hey, you before. Know, they'd like it at the building. I mean, they throw yeah. tapes all over the place. 
And then uh, the last song, the last straw. I guess uh, because we talk on uh, right. That last one, one, track four. The last one. That's just kind of a fun song. Eventually, we want to do like a music video with like a food fight because the song's just silly. No sense. Yeah, the yeah. song makes no sense. I wrote that song when I was like sixteen. And it was, was kind of just like a joke. It was. Kinda. Yeah. It, it still was, is a joke. It still is a joke. You're saying <laughs> these songs were written at your. Writing Prime. Uh, sure. <laughs> they were at my intellectual writing sophisticated prime, yeah. <laughs> the tender age of 16 years yeah. old. When, uh, when you're so educated at 16. It's not a phase, Mom! <laughs> so on the tour, like I said, we're at day 71. You started, day zero was, what did you tell me? Uh, we played our... Uh, spin- record store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our hometown. Yeah. In hometown, okay. So... Quickly, fast forward me. Where have you been? Everywhere. You know, I would say the best way to look I at it is fifty state in the, in these hundred days. We um we're doing. I think we're doing like forty two states or something like that, or forty states. I think maybe. Who are you 41. missing out on North Dakota? Um, what's, no, what's in North no, Dakota? no, North Dakota's great. Good job. Then. Um, we're missing out more on New England. Yeah, we didn't really. Oh, yeah. really? For this we played. Oh, you've played there before, right? Yeah. Yeah. You guys are we're back just that not way. doing it on this tour. We're from gotcha. the Northeast, so honestly. Uh, you can do New England in like a week, which we're sure. doing. We're doing that in June. We're doing uh, the, some of the states we missed in New England in June. Used to be a little cooler. And yeah, but a lot of the tour was uh, it's pretty much in places we haven't been. So cool. we went. At, we've done the East Coast, and that was familiar. But we went to places in, like we never played Alabama. We'd never played Arkansas. We'd never played uh, Nebraska and Iowa and South Dakota. It's like states and, that people don't usually think yeah. to go to unless you're like trying to escape everything. We played. Uh, we played multiple shows in Arizona, which is cool. Arizona create great. shorter drives between uh, shows, right? Yeah, we actually we've had a lot of shorter drives between shows because from just being a part of the community over the year. Like the last, we've been a band for six years this September. And we've been touring for half of our band's career. So we've been touring for about three years. And just the people we've met in the past three years, it's just been awesome. So we find out about this is who books here and this is where to play. And it's just it's become easier and a more enjoyable experience because then we can play these towns. And even it's been amazing, especially when we're going down the coast and working our way west through the south and Texas and uh, it's just parts of the center of the country people actually had some of our merchandise and we're wearing it to the show really weird. um normally like that just happens That's to us in minnesota weird. because minnesota is one of our best like shout out to minnesota yeah! anoka county where we are huge in anoka county yes! <laughs> they uh they love us there and we uh we love them equally <laughs> oh my god we yes. love anoka it's like a it's suburb a outside of uh, minneapolis and uh we just love minnesota and they always wear our shirts, but to see people in like Florida and through t- in Texas and in Oklahoma and see people wearing our shirts and having our pins and then even having other bands tell us that people were wearing our merchandise to the show. Seeing other bands like, wearing our seeing, merch and they're like yes, yeah, seeing other bands wear our stuff in music videos like, and on like uh, in in band photos and stuff. We're like, what? Why? <laughs> like uh, we have good uh, Jersey boys that are good friends of ours, Doc Rotten and. Oh, yeah. uh, they went to Europe and they've done to Japan and US and like they're always wearing our merch. And we're like, what? Same with um, our buddies in Florida, Dial, Dial Drive. Dial Drive, yeah. Yeah, they just did a photo shoot. shoot. And, uh, yeah, the Nathan, Nathan, like one of the lead vocalists. Yeah, our baseball tee. That's awesome. 
So we worked our way from the coast south. We went out west, then we worked our way back east because we uh, wanted to stock back up on merch. Okay. So because we were running low, and then we actually played. I think you guys would agree. We played probably one of our the greatest show we've ever played so far because the greatest. We always do well in Minnesota, but. We played a hometown show in front of, like... We blew the roof off the place. Yeah, there were 60 people there, and they all knew our, our words and sang along. It's and scary. And we've been playing uh, locally for years. We've, we've been a band for six and years. we'd be lucky to draw 10 to 20 yeah, people. 10, yeah, 10, 20 no, people. Wow. And that'd be, like, hitting up everyone. It's amazing how, like, overnight, we just come back for this one show, like, six, seven months later. Everybody swamps like, it. Yeah, That's and cool. it's, everybody awesome. came out like, and we've been so busy with the hundred shows, so we really didn't have time to contact all the people and be like, normally if it's a local show, you're like, hey man, we're playing this Friday. Hey man, can you come out? Oh, like, can you get someone to cover your shift? Like, we would love to have you there. Literally, almost everyone we would have wanted at our our hometown show just was there. They just, they all showed up. They all were singing along. It was phenomenal. We even, someone recently, we got a post on Facebook. Someone got a tattoo of our band logo. Oh my God, yeah. You know, like. So now we can never break up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just been like. We don't even have tattoos yet. Like, geez. It was really cool because uh, when we did the uh, article with Dying Scene, they. Uh, they titled it like "Success is Never Realized by Houston and the Dirty Rats," and I feel like it was a really interesting title because it, with us, we're just always just trying to work and just help other bands and play as many shows as possible, and to just see some gradual success over the last three years of touring has just been insane. Because we're just some kids from like like East like West Nowhere. I can't even say East Nowhere from like West Nowhere, New Jersey. You know, there's nothing up there, and we just, we're all from the same town. We all grew up with each other. We lived within a triangle distance, not, yeah. even, not even a city block away from each other. Wow. And just, like, being able to, to see this, it's been crazy. And then, I guess I'd say, then now we're back on our way west, because we've never been in the Pacific Northwest. Oh, I've been so excited So we're super this. excited for that. I would say that's a big thing. We're like, on this way out west, we hit Nebraska and South Dakota, and now we're going to the Pacific Northwest. We've never been to Oregon. That's We've cool. always wanted to go to Oregon and super excited. And then Washington State. Like that's where Nirvana's from. We've never been to Seattle. <laughs> you know, like we've never we've like I feel like it's that's so cool. the number one quoted thing. That's where Nirvana's from. I know, like I hate to be that guy, <laughs> but <laughs> No, seriously. It's from Seattle. Oh. <laughs> Great joke, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a joke. No, I zoned out. I zoned out. I wasn't paying attention. Um, uh, but yeah, man. I just, we're, it's been such a wild and enjoyable experience. Even though sometimes like you're like, man, we did eight-hour drives in a row because we had a show fall through, and then we were, we were able to pick up a show opening for Green Jelly. And we just did like eight hours back-to-back, and then we just recently did a nine-hour drive. We had a 12-hour drive. The drive's have been insane. At least we had that day off. We drove from we drove from Flagstaff, Arizona, to Oklahoma City, and I was like, because it's not even really a day off. It wasn't really a day off, but like <laughs> yeah. in the in March, we did a lot of matinees, so we could at least have like one day off a month, at least, okay. and that's what we've had. If we're lucky, if we're lucky. we did like I don't, uh, yeah, we've had at least one day off a month so far, and it's been wow. pretty cool. Um, well, there was the one day we took off in I think like. Uh, Tampa or Sarasota, Florida. Oh, oh, that was a fun night. Okay, I know what we did. We we had a day off and we went to Newport Ritchie, Florida, and we caught a band from Chicago called Voice of Addiction. Oh, that's and they're like right. touring veterans. 
they're they've been touring for years since 2004. I might have just said that already. I don't know. Uh, the guy that runs the band, Ian's a good friend of mine, and I saw that they were playing, and I was like, this is like our only day off. So I was like. In March, I was like, let's go and see Ian. And then the way the night ended is we were mixing rum with orange juice, and they oh, and Ian was... was teaching me how to fight. And it was hilarious because he was like, oh, you don't know God. how to fight, man? And then, like, uh, there's this guy that was filling in on guitar for them called Tyler Miller. Tyler Tyler's, Miller. Tyler's a tour demon. We'll probably even uh, – Open a whole new can of worms with Tyler, probably. <laughs> but anyhow, like Tyler and Ian were teaching me how to fight, and they were just like, "You gotta, you gotta knock them in the ear because then the the equilibrium goes off, and then they, they lose balance, <laughs> and then you can hit them with the left hook." <laughs> it was just, Houston's... and then we're just like wasted, and they're just teaching me how to fight in freaking and then Newport Ian Ford him. And, and then, while then... I'm outside dealing with the cops, yeah, that's right. And then the cops, and I'm all belligerent trying to talk to the cops. Like they're like, "Hey." um... What you guys doing here? And I'm like, oh, we're we're just staying the night at our friend's house. And he's like, where is that? And I was like, it's right over there. He's like, well, you're parked in front of um, somebody else's house. And we're like, is it that big a deal? And he's like, and he was like, just move the car, just move the van. And I was like, that was the most one of the most terrifying things. I because oh, he was like zoinked out of his Dude, mind. I was so out of my mind, and I was just looking at this cop. I'm like, just just hold it, hold it together, hold it together. Because the weird thing, I guess I'll say with that, is like there was no place to park really. They're there like, wasn't. They only like, think about it, it was like a in Newport Ritchie. I guess it's a real kind of like retirement community. That's probably why they and, called the cops. They're like, "Who's yeah. this white van that's outside of our house?" <laughs> and like there wasn't. <laughs> everybody, everybody has private driveways, and then like there's no place to park on the street except like. The sidewalk, or on the because grass. like the actual lane that you drive on is like one car length. You know, wow. normally, uh, like the street that someone lives on is at least like two, two and a half car right. lengths. It was like one car length and then sidewalks. So like we just kind of parked on the sidewalk, and then the cops called. There was two of them, two of them, and I was scared too because he like, didn't say a freaking word. Yeah, he was I like, like I was because everybody was like smoking weed at the party and like you could just smell it and I don't think it's legal in Florida yet no. so I was just like someone's getting arrested I'm not I'm not I'm not getting out of the van I'm just like I'm going to cover myself with these blankets and you know F you guys <laughs> You need the drummer uh, touring around is probably good for networking right Oh mm-hmm. my god yeah. so yes, the more you do the better you are in the future, right? So you guys have toured before. You guys were here in studio with me last time. Yes, sir. And so building all those relationships, meeting all those people, I'm sure there's plenty of bands that you know that you play with, but you play with so many new bands, I'm going to guess, every time you go out, right? Every, mm-hmm. How many bands ballpark do you think first time playing with in the first 70 days here? Oh, first time? I would there's say so 70, oh my Wow. So you're building I a think network, right? So least, for future, you're setting yourself up for success to keep, continue to do this. I would say okay. we've at least played with, like, I would at least two new bands, to maybe three a night. So I would say, like, at Over least 140. It's a lot of friends. So See, far. it's worth it. You, and what you were talking about as far as success goes, you're doing something you enjoy doing, and you're funding it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who doesn't want to go tour the U.S.? It's Even if you're not in a band, money. just go check out... Well, Places you haven't been. Yeah. And now you get to go to places that's you great. haven't been, but you get to do it doing something you love. And it's that's it's a success course. right there. That's because a, then it's not a waste of money. Right? And that's what I always tell people because it's really cool. We didn't have to just save up money for a road trip. It's neat that when I was 
13 playing guitar in my bedroom and he was like 10 and he was like 16 and I was teaching him how to play drums, you know, whoever thought that we'd be able to fund going coast to coast pretty much by playing our instruments if somebody had told from me, people just enjoying us you right? know, and, and liking what we do if somebody know? came up to me senior year and told me hey you're gonna be in a touring band you're gonna be a national act i'm gonna look at them and be like you're full of crap yeah you know, <laughs> like, like i wouldn't <laughs> what are you smoking i always wanted to do it but i was like i didn't know if it would ever happen you know it's just kind of i never thought i'd do this <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, though, that you are doing it. Even if after this tour, for whatever reason, you guys say, you know what, let's take a break for a while, and maybe you don't get back into it. So now that he just right here, (laughs) (laughs) that is such an incredible feat and such a a great life experience, to say the very least of it. It's true. I know that when we're when we're forty years old, we'll be able to say, like, man. We when we that. were in our 20s, we... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a cool thing. Like, we're really hoping that maybe next year, year after, we'd like to at least get on some type of, like, independent label and, sure. like, start having at least someone backing us somewhat. Is we've done so much on our own. And it, once you can prove yourself on your own, everybody always says, I mean, like... Do it until you feel like the only way you can get to the next level is through some type of independent right. label. And... I feel we'll be able to, we'll be the only band to be able to say we're the band that played a hundred shows in a hundred days. Yeah, who else? Like no other band can say that. that, You know, people will go on longer tours, but they're a couple days and then probably taking off the Monday or the Tuesday or some of those days that are harder to get shows. Think about it like this: Jackal did a hundred shows in fifty days, and Thirty Seconds to Mars did three hundred and nine shows in a year. Both of those bands had tour support. Had vans, had planes, had people to move their stuff. We're three guys in a van. Coordinate, yeah. They had like, what roadies, we right? We, exactly. <laughs> We've got squat. Who, who's your roadies? Who's uh, I only see the three of you. Where, where, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's the rest of everybody that sets your equipment up for you and uh, tunes it? And we've had people ask, yeah. "Oh, did you fly out here?" It's like, no, we drove. Like what? <laughs> Flying? What's the plane? What hotel are you guys staying in tonight? <laughs> yeah. That's too, like, right? Like, oh, so you're staying in a hotel? No, no we're, we're sleeping in a van. We stayed in we stayed in one hotel this entire tour. And that's because we got a And it was deal yeah, the guy that booked the show uh he literally worked for the hotel and he got us like half off. So we got like 120 or like $140 hotel room for 60 bucks and then We split it with the band we were doing yeah, a 4-day runway. We did 4 days wow. with this band from Minnesota and we split the hotel room with them. So literally we only paid 30 bucks for like a a, a bougie hotel room. It was like a three and a half star hotel. Not even that was like a you five can get some star dirt cheap hotel. hotels if you go through Vegas. I don't know if you've been through there yet, but you can get some some cheap runs, especially on weeknights. If you go through uh, Mesquite, you know, so that's Barbecue? all the way from <laughs> <laughs> Mesquite? just across the What's Utah Mesquite? border. The, oh, okay. Utah, that's a city. Arizona Mesquite. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, Mesquite, Nevada. Is there like a lot of mosquitoes there? Or? <laughs> nope, nope. No? It's just hot. It's hot. Sorry. That was great, Will. I, I love it. That dad make, joke, man. That I was, was going like to make uh, an oregano joke. joke with Oregon. Oh, mm-hmm. there you go. Yes. Yeah, What's with the dad jokes, man? Like, I don't know. Do I you don't... have a kid you don't you didn't tell us about? <laughs> like, anyway, yeah, we'll they have some hotels <laughs> during the week. Maybe 30 bucks, 40 bucks max. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. I know that you can run into that sometimes down south in the off season. Vegas uh, during the week will have some really cheap ones, too, for cool. 50 or less tonight. Wow. Yeah, weeknights. So Sunday through Thursday. 
Friday and Saturday, don't go through Vegas on those days when you plan to tour. But you can get a really cheap hotel room in that Vegas area. But it's partly because casinos and, you know, they're going to make other money on whatever else. So they're trying to get people there cheap as possible. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, another question I had before yes, I forget sir. to ask is, so merch, you know, that you guys are funding yourself essentially by selling your merch, right? Yes, we, we had this discussion last year where you guys save up a bunch of money, pay for your merch, and then it's kind of funding you as you go. Yeah. That's so the best, that's the... how do you plan for 100 days worth of merch? I think you've already mentioned that you had to go get a, a refill, but how do you plan for that? And do you know when? Because well, you don't know have, what you're going to sell each night. We have a guy that uh, we're really good friends with. I've known him since I was 17, and he recently started making merchandise. And he's pretty much like our merch guy. So we can go to him, and he uh, – I also worked out a lot of cool deals because, like, with doing merch, you can look at – it's, it's really easy to just go online and like, oh, cool, this is a company that makes it, and they'll do everything, and it's this much money. Okay, I'll just pay for that. But that's really expensive. Like, a hat could cost you like $6, $8 a piece, Jeez. you know? And I wholesale ordered a lot of the merch. Like, I wholesale the cozies, or koozies, however you pronounce it. I wholesale the hats. <laughs> um, I tried to buy shirts in bulk, but actually I ended up just working with my buddy and the company that he runs but i pretty much would give him all the blanks and then he would just charge me for printing okay so like he charged me like 50 cents to print the cozy and then the cozy cost me like 20 cents and then we can sell them for like two three bucks cool you know so uh, it was pretty so you get cool. all your money back yeah we yeah. get all our money then back make a little bit then like gas money yeah because yeah. it's all about it's <laughs> gas money you know and pretty much and food yes food it I'm lo- so tired of living off of ravioli. We haven't ate as many Little Caesars pizzas on this tour as we have in the past. Yeah, I think we got sick of it from last tour. Yeah. Because we, we were living <laughs> off it on the last tour, and then we were like, let's make a t-shirt because we always eat it. And then we did we this tour, eating. and I think we got Little Caesars maybe like three times. No, we got it like five times. <laughs> maybe five. I, so. I know that a lot of raviolis this tour. We oh, might do yeah. a Chef Boyardee t-shirt. Like, this is the ravioli tour. Yeah, then we're never going to eat that one. <laughs> <laughs> ravioli, ravioli. Are you ravioli. eating them right from the can? Or where, or we, yeah, right yeah. from the can. Right from the can. Calls. Every now and then, if you're dry, if it's like a hot day out, you could throw a can up on the dash, and it'll, it'll warm, warm up. Warm it up a little yeah. bit? Yeah. That's why we have soups. Tips from the road. Soups yeah. are awesome, too. Soups are great. I mean, think about it. You just... No. Crack it open and drink nope. it. Nope, I am not eating a soup unless it is. <laughs> unless it's microwave. You know, I'm, I'm going to start bringing. Um, I'm going to start bringing disgusting. gazpacho. Actually, you that know, it's really good. You're going to have to. I, I really like the beef and vegetable cold. That wasn't that bad. That the and, and then and then chicken chicken noodle wasn't bad either. You guys chicken. Are sick. We're totally digressing <laughs> here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we're soups. a band. <laughs> <laughs> Will, if they, these guys are going with soups, what's your tip? Get tuna. That that's Get something. Tuna. There you go. Yeah. You don't have to Tuna's microwave great. that. So. Yes, it's I, better cold anyway. Yeah, it is. And uh, they sell it in like those dollar pouches now with like, right? all those weird flavors and stuff. Hot buffalo is my favorite. I love that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good way to do it. I like it. Yeah, and uh, lots of fruits and vegetables. We pick up apples and bananas and strawberries. Eat them fast After before they go so many days, yeah, you probably want to eat some of those things, right? Because eating too much processed food and stuff we like that. We had a bag of apples sick. last like three weeks in the van. Yeah. I was amazed. Wow. I was complaining to him every day to eat them because I was like, they're going to go bad. They're going to go bad. They're going to go bad. Eat them right now. <laughs> and then like they got lost underneath like uh, like a pile of our jackets. And then we found them like a week or two later and we were just like, 
they're still good. All right, I was wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> they should have gone bad. They should have. I don't no, know. Those are happened. not normal apples. You know, it's just because Houston gets really lucky, like stupid he lucky does. with a lot of stuff. Like, I mean, look at this tour, for example, with Green Jelly <laughs> and freaking The Last Gang, like stuff like that. Even the fact that he put this tour together. So, like, it was just one of those things. He just got lucky. There's no way those apples. <laughs> well, literally. Last all right. Yeah. So if I bought those apples. They would have been bad in three days. <laughs> we ran out of gas on this tour, which is oh. partially my fault. I was jamming out. Twice. So. It was 99% right. your fault. All right. But anyhow, so the first time we ran out of gas, I I was jamming out to No Use for a Name's live record, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. And then all of a sudden, like, there's no pickup in the car. Like, it just seems like we're slowing down. I'm like, what's going on? And then... I just, like, there's nothing, and then I look at it, and I'm like, oh, my, oh, jeez, because, like, it had been pinging that we were out of fuel the whole time, and I was just blasting, no use for a name, and then we just, like, pulled over to the side of the road, and we were like, what are we going to do now? And now I'll throw in my pro tip, because it hel- it's actually part of the story. Um, I like to get a half a gallon of milk when we stop at gas stations, because when you're eating a lot of processed foods and fast food and, and ramen and stuff, a lot of times your teeth start to feel really weak. And like, I take calcium supplements, but a lot of times if you just chug a a half gallon of milk, like, 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 or sip it over like an hour, um, it really makes your teeth feel like a million bucks. Like your teeth feel phenomenal. But I started doing it and I swear to God, it helps. Oh, good. Like it really helps. It it really helps your teeth. And a half a gallon of milk a day. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it'll really, it'll mess up your stomach though, because I'm not lactose intolerant, but if you chug a half a gallon of milk, you'll be lactose. It's like your body's like, this is too much milk at once. But anyhow, good in quantity. Like, (laughs) but anyhow, so I had, bought a half gallon of milk to drink because my teeth were bothering me and I chugged the whole thing and we ran out of gas so we had a thing to put gas in so I had a half gallon jug so I just rinsed out with some water bottles we had in the van and then we just start walking down the highway and when they call me stupid lucky I feel like I don't know I try to lucky I try to I feel like it's karma because I go out of my way (laughs) I go out of my way to help anybody and everyone I can I wake up in the morning and sometimes I have like messages from all these different bands they're trying to book tours and like I'm giving them contacts or hitting them telling them where to play or like referring them to different studios or even booking their show or like yeah or even help actually booking their show locally because we're going to be home around that time. And I feel like karma just always comes back in my favor from just trying to help everybody in the scene and community because we started walking in freaking – it was Arizona heat, man. It was hot. In the middle of the, in the middle of the desert. And we're walking. We're near the exit. We were like maybe like an eighth of a mile from the exit. But we had to walk at least like I think a mile or two to this gas station. And this lady pulls up. This lady that was like, uh, she was retired, and she tells us she was like, she's like, Did you, you look guys, like nice boys. You look like nice boys. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, today, today, I was only gonna do one thing. I was gonna go to the police department to report my neighbors because they're, they're they've been annoying me lately. So I don't really have anything to do. We, uh, do you guys need a ride to get gas? I think you guys broke down over there, didn't you? And we were like, yes. yes. <laughs> so then she drives us and gets us gas, and then we like give her a CD, and then she like comments on our Facebook. And it, was, was she her... really that into detail about going yeah. to the police? No, she yeah, was, man. She, she told us. She had nothing to do that day except reporter neighbors because they're too noisy. That is freaking ridiculous. Yeah, she's like, she was like telling her stories about her family. Yeah, like yeah, but you guys, you know, the punks you are looked like a bunch of quiet, nice boys, right? Oh yeah. yeah At totally. least you were some crusties walking down with like like dreadlocks with like God knows what. In Man, it. I don't even know if I pick up a. Car. The worst <laughs> in your favorite. Then. 
<laughs> Nothing against Krusties. They're great people. They book half of our shows. Yeah. <laughs> you might be seeing some tonight. Yeah, oh, yeah probably. Probably. Yes. But, um, good people. So yes. that, that would be my pro tip, though, and a funny anecdote. Uh, hopefully in the future, you know, uh, you know, 30 days in Europe or, you know, whatever. doesn't have to be that, but... To get to do something like that and fund yourself to go see, go see Europe, go see well, Asia. Punk's big in Asia. We're trying to do... South America. We're trying to yeah. do Europe in the fall, actually. We're trying to cool. do Germany. We're trying to make it really small at first. That go was, to Germany first. That was actually... If you're going to go to Europe and can only do a small portion, Germany. do Germany. Oh, yeah. yeah we were gonna so many that. cities. We want to go to do like Germany and possibly the Netherlands yeah. because it's right there. It's right next to Germany. And that's the big thing I'm trying to figure out how to do DIY right now. I know a big part of the 100 shows was that we, we could raise up money to for sure. tickets. Which we've actually, we've been doing okay. I mean, it's going to at least cut it down in the plane tickets for us when we go to Europe. Awesome. So we're stoked for that. So we'll be finishing this up in June, taking a week off from seeing each other. Yeah. Give the van a break. Well, yeah. I'm still going to have to see Houston, though, because it's our cousin's wedding, so. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be great. Yeah, didn't luck out there, but. Are you going to be playing any shows? You, you, you mentioned to me you guys are going to take some time off, you know, over the next year once this gets done to, to work on some new material. Yeah. Any other shows? We're going to possibly work in some Germany. <clears throat> what we're trying to do is maybe a two to three week tour in July, going down to this mini like punk rock and thrash festival that it'll be our third time there, I believe. Third, second, or third time. It's called Whack Bash. It's in uh, Nashville, awesome. Nashville, Tennessee. We should uh, try to get the Atomic Lights on that. <laughs> yeah, we should oh try. God, I'll tell them yeah. to submit. Yeah, because that's the band that we uh, split the hotel room with, the Atomic Lights. They're probably cool. one of my favorite bands. Yeah, they're, they're honestly, like, uh, out of touring, I would say that them, they're one of our favorite, like, as a little side note, because we haven't really talked about some of our band, bands we met. Yeah. The Atomic Lights are really good. They're from uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. They're Amazing. awesome. Really worth checking out. So Atomic uh, Lights? Yeah. So not to, to, to sidetrack, but, you know, the, this show is about supporting the local scene, but making the local scene global. So spit off some bands that we should check out that are probably local bands that, you know, us here in Utah or people wherever might not hear because they're local to somewhere else. Who are some bands we should check out? Um, I'd say the Atomic Lights. Okay. Doc Rotten. They're from Trenton. Okay. Always rep them. Yeah, they're yeah. from New Jersey. The Jukebox Romantics. They're one of my favorite bands right. of all time. They're cool. They're, they're a good guys. band. Yeah, I love them. And then uh, On the Cinder from Buffalo. They've helped us out a lot and they've, given us a place to stay multiple times. They yeah, have stayed we, there for a week. We yeah. stayed at their house for like a month cumulative uh, in last year. Like a wow. week here, three three days here, five days. And we even recorded our EP at their home studio. Yeah, that's cool. where uh, that greenie, the song's from the bathroom stall. Awesome. Yeah, that's the bathroom stall. We and cool. I would also say some great bands are Noogie from Noogie. Uh, Texas. 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 Yep. Yeah. Uh, another good one. They were just here in Utah. Oh, really? Voice of Addiction. We, yeah. Two weeks ago, maybe? Some kind of nightmare. Yeah, it's a Voice of Addiction. Some kind of nightmare. Some kind of nightmare, just like you guys. They're out Stone. all the time. They're we like, well, them. We we've had them on that. the show. We yeah. learned from them. Yeah. If it wasn't for some kind of nightmare, we couldn't have played 100 shows in 100 days. I printed out, um, I think, the last five years of their tour posters, and I just kind of looked at where they played, and then I'm good friends with Molly and Shy. 
and great people. Great people. They're awesome. Um, we Love even like. On the show. I know that. Uh, I think they were just here like a week ago. It's funny. Yeah. Noogie and some kind of nightmare <laughs> both here in Utah really? in April. Yeah. Wow. Cool. No, they're great. Another good band from uh, Texas is Sketchy Trench. They're yeah. like a Fat Records they're band. Cool. They're amazing. They're really good. There's Dial Drive and The Problematics in yeah, Orlando, Florida. Yeah, they both Florida. just released oh. a new album. The Problematics album sounds amazing, and I'm pretty sure the Dial Drive one charted. Well, there's two bands we play with in Arizona that are really good. There's a band called <laughs> We Might Be Wasted, and they're really neat. They're kind of like a DRI thrash type band. They're really tight. They did some fa- um, not fat record. They did some warp tours in the past. Cool. And then there's a band that's from Wyoming that just relocated to Tucson called North Grant. They They're really good. something else. And then there's this band we just played with a few weeks ago that Will and I love. They're called uh, Second Suitor. And they had this song called Get It, and, like, it was so good. It's, like, a they're kind of like a pop-punk band, but, like, okay. I really like Second Suitor. Like, the, the dude, Tyler, that, like, fronts the band is phenomenal. That's like, awesome. we definitely want to play awesome. more shows with them. Was that in PA? Yeah, it was in Pennsylvania. And then, uh, locally, uh, there's this younger band called Rockstar Racecar. They're a bunch of young kids. I think they're all in between the ages of, like, 10 and 16, and they're they're doing really good. I, I, I like watching them evolve, like... Yeah, we always time. we always uh, throw them on shows every time we play locally. Because, yeah. and then uh, another two uh, gotta start them young. Two other bands that we normally play with locally, they're awesome. Are there's a band called Jack in the Meoffs. Oh it's my god, band. I love those guys. <laughs> they're so good. They sound like the Queers, and like anytime we play a local show, we always we it's almost mandatory. We're like, dude, we want you guys on it. They they're like, kill it they're every kill time. It. And then another good band is uh, the Road Sodas. They're yeah. from Nazareth, Pennsylvania, which is like uh, northeastern PA because okay. we're right on the border. We're like northwestern uh, New Jersey, and then there's northeastern PA, so right. it's like right there. And uh, we play with the Road Sodas a lot, and they're kind of like a, a sub pop kind of grunge band. Cool, and they're really good. Oh, and how could I forget Hot Blood? They're oh well, Hot Blood, Hot Blood's like they're like the. I think we talked about them last time uh, we were on the show. Hot Blood is like I think one of my favorite hardcore punk bands. Yeah, I in don't New like Jersey. hardcore at all. But, like, Hot Blood. And then also another good hardcore band, too. Like, Hot Blood's kind of, like, straight up. It's almost like Minor Threat meets the Casualties. And then there's this band that's kind of like a New York uh, Minor Threat-ish hybrid called... I can pretend. Another, another, while I'm looking this up, I'll say uh, there's a guy that's kind of like a punk rock veteran from our local scene that helps run all the shows. And he's in a band that sounds like Sick of It All. And it's called I'm Done. I believe there are EPs on uh, Bandcamp and stuff, and I'm done's really good. Awesome. I'll have to check them out, too. It's a long list. You've given a long list, but I wouldn't expect anything other. Yeah, I mean, what, over the last... bands you guys played oh, with yeah. recently? Over the, like, especially over the last year, like just the amount of bands that we've met. We've met so many. Dude. Over everything is, right? is, is, is the band. Uh, they're everything. also from Trenton, like Doc Rotten. And Over Everything's really good because Ray Strife is a rapper. He brings, like, articulation and diction to hardcore. So, like, every single syllable you can hear. So it's cool because it's a hardcore punk band. And normally a hardcore band is like... And, like, Ray's, like... screeches in the Yeah, like, Ray's just, like, like saying every single line. And you can hear it. And it's, like, great. It's really good. That's cool. I'll check and I think that well. would be all the bands I think that we, we could recommend. I'd yeah. say definitely throw That's them in, in future podcasts Absolutely. or whatever. But There's a lot. I just remembered a bet with Will. Oh yeah, we uh, um, there was a bet made with William, and um, the bet was 
that he couldn't go a hundred shows in a hundred days without drinking. He's doing a great job so far today. Uh, Got my sparkling water. Right? <laughs> He's yeah, been because living off of sparkling water. Will's, Will's pretty much the party animal of the band. Yeah. Most people, Was. there's so many wild stories of like him just getting plastered and having a blast. You and... almost get arrested on Christmas Eve and your mom gets pissed off. <laughs> yeah, like, he literally, I remember like on Christmas Eve he got like... <laughs> yeah. uh, I gotta take it for public intoxication. Well, and that was kind of like the nail in the coffin. He was just like, maybe I should do these hundred shows sober. And, no, it wasn't it your grandma who was, was like, I bet you you can't do it. Or was it your aunt? I think it yeah, was it was everybody. everybody. It was everybody. <laughs> it I, was I believed even, in I him. I was even skeptical. Like. I believed in him. I, I tempted him a lot. Yeah, I've come close <laughs> to breaking quite a few times, but on St. Patrick's Day, he smelled a Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like every other beer. Beer doesn't. <laughs> He's lost his sense. I don't think I'm going to drink beer after this. I might just stick to it. And the worst part is I've always got booze in the car, no matter what. There's either yeah. a, there's a bottle of something always. Well, the worst part is I play a bar every night. That's right. <laughs> right. Everybody's all drunk and like falling on me and I can smell their breath and I'm just like, please, dude, get I wanna... the heck away from me. <laughs> Let me inhale your breath. <laughs> To wrap up here, yeah. you have today in Salt Lake, Spitz birthday party. Spitz birthday. By the time this comes out, this will have already happened. Uh, you'll have been in Ogden They can check the live Sunday. videos out, though. Yes. They'll be able to check out both live videos. You guys are doing a live video every single night. Yes. Well, that, so well, if, what, if you happen to miss or you want to see what's coming up or they missed your town but maybe coming to your town, you can check out any of those live videos to see what maybe. So the thing yeah. about the live video thing, we applied for the Guinness World Records. Forgot yeah. to mention that. Yeah, we're trying to get the longest, or yeah, the longest, the longest documented, documented DIY tour. Yeah, music tour. Nice. Well, where so are you we're guys trying, at with that then? Um, we don't know if we'll hear back in another like. We may nine not. Months. We applied and we're trying, <laughs> and no, who knows what will happen. What are you trying to beat? So it was twelve weeks. So the big thing is, there's no, there is no record for it. So the thing oh. is that. Uh, Jackal played 100 shows in 50 days, and then, like but you said, uh, agents, and that was the booking and, agents right. and stuff. And then, like, uh, 30 seconds to Mars did 309 in a year, booking right. agents with booking agents and sure. stuff. So, with us, we're just like, the, even if we're in the fine print, and it would just be like, okay, give Jackal, they did 100 shows in 50 days, but like, Impressive. just put us in the, in the thing, like, Houston, the Dirty Rats played 100 just shows in 100 blur. days. That's all we're asking, be right? as small as the font here. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> what you, it's a, the font on the can letting you know what's in the in can. In the can. And, and it's, uh, that usually is really small. So, Ogden, and then Monday, where are you going to be? In Boise, Idaho, for the first yeah. time. Where, where's the rest of the tour? Sum it up for us. Where, where um, can people that are going to hear this? Oh, for sure. Uh, where, where we're going, gonna so we're going to be going to the Pacific Northwest. So we're working okay. our way west. So we're going, we're doing Boise, Reno. We're doing Northern California. We're doing Oregon. We're doing like Medford and Portland and stuff. We're doing Washington State. We're going to Vancouver for the first time. We're going to Montana. We're doing it all. You know, it's gonna be crazy. So crazy. once you hit Montana. That probably is going to put you somewhere around like 80, 85, somewhere in that range? Yeah, something like that. And like I think the – yeah, the mid-80s, I believe. And then uh, you're getting to 100. 100 is going to be in June. Where are you yeah. wrapping up? Uh, uh, Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, yeah. New York. Buffalo, New York. You guys going to be adding to that month? 
Yeah. Um. Well, we're gonna yeah we're gonna probably play a few pickup shows okay. because some stuff always falls through. You know, I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen this month. There's some shows that are up in the air, so we're gonna try and pick up some ones because we actually booked it so that the hundred shows were in like ninety three or ninety one days, so that we have an extra week or so to pick up some shows if gotcha. shows fall through. So, smart yeah. planning. And at midnight on the Buffalo show, I could finally drink again. It's true. Are you he's looking forward to that? One beer and he's gonna black out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you have the drink already picked out, or is it just whatever's gonna It'll be? Probably in front be a of you? PBR. It'll, yeah, it'll <laughs> probably be a PBR and a shot of Jameson. Nice. Yeah, we're, we're, we're really stoked. Uh, ninety yep. show ninety nine is gonna be in uh, Rochester with On the Cinder. Oh, okay. And then uh, I know that On the Cinder and some other of our friends in Buffalo are gonna be at our show in Buffalo on the hundredth. And we're playing a cool new house venue in Buffalo, so that'll be really yeah. cool. Yeah, are we playing with Rad Ops? I think yeah. I think it's gonna. We're gonna. I need to talk to them, but it's gonna. We're gonna try and make it Steve Kelly's birthday bash. <laughs> Steve is a legendary. Gonna uh, turn an, into a birthday band. Yeah, he's like a. <laughs> Steve's a notorious character of Buffalo, New York. He created the Bob Saget, which is Bob where Saget. like anytime someone says Bob Saget, you need to take a drink of your beer. Nice. You know? Got me wasted when I was like eighteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> freaking Steve. Steve also wants to go with us to Europe. That. We'll figure that out. Yeah, right? Steve's a hoot. You, you can bring the Bob Saget over to Europe. Maybe it'll be the David Hasselhoff. The David Hasselhoff. <laughs> oh man! All right, fellas, thank you for joining. I uh, appreciate it. I, I just think it's outstanding. In awe of, of what you guys are doing, it's, it's quite the accomplishment. Thank you so much. Oh, stop. We can't Thanks wait to come back to really. To, to organize and to do and to stick through and to regroup when things don't go your way, even though it looks like you got the lucky Long bastard thing. with you, right? Seriously. So uh, I don't know how. Maybe it's not that. Tough. I remember. Maybe it's super easy. I remember <laughs> it was like March 25th, and I had eight shows fall through in April, and I don't know how I filled them all. Luckiest man on earth. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job because, like I said earlier, it's networking. You're just creating that network. Every time you go out and all the people, and you've mentioned before, people in, what, Louisiana helping you with shows. Yeah, in California. In California yeah. Right? It's the it's worldwide big. network. It can be a worldwide. Right now, it's just the U.S. It's the national, just like. It's, it's the unity of the scene. The scene, man. <laughs> hey, isn't that the what community. they say on the back of your shirt? Support your local scene? Yeah, yeah, support your scene. Whatever that is, support it. All right, guys. Thank you, and good luck at the show tonight. Glad you made it to Salt Lake and for two shows in Utah. That's amazing. Thank you much. Excellent. Thank you for having us. Can't On to some more back. music. We tried to find a public restroom after the show last week, and we couldn't. <laughs> That's true. This is Public Restroom Suck. This is track number three. We want to thank all the guys. Houston, Will, Gerard. Thanks for stopping by.
Isn't that amazing, though? A hundred shows in a hundred days? Fucking cool, man. All right, this is the last track. It's called Last Straw. Yet another song that we sing in the house, you know, with the kids, and it's probably not the best parenting. Probably not. I, I imagine not. But my kids are at least fucking enjoying life. Hey, that's true. Chris, uh, let's do some guilty pleasure. First, taco, taco, burrito, uh, burrito, Houston Dirty Rats. I mean, we talked about it in the interview, but they're northeast uh, into Canada and then heading across the north there back over to New Jersey. So uh-huh. go check them out. They still have 20, like a quarter of this tour left, 25 days. They'll be going into the beginning of June. Go look them up, Houston Dirty Rats. You know, speaking of the public restrooms suck, I was just looking at a post by somebody that says, you're in a band? Wow, I bet you get to see a lot of really cool places. And then it says, really cool places. It shows a van. Nice. shows a gas station. shows a highway. shows a public toilet. <laughs> so I can imagine that... That uh, sums it up, right? Yeah. All right, Chris. Uh, you, we're going to do some guilty pleasures. This speaking is yours. Of, speaking of parenting, you know, I enjoy parenting a lot. It's something I enjoy doing. I do teach my kids some fucking obnoxious shit. The Taco Flavored Kisses song from fucking South Park, as well as the Wiener song from Game of Thrones on South Park. The Wiener song, you gotta love the Wiener song. And when my kids like the Baby Shark song, I give them this. guy he's awesome he's a norwegian metalhead he does this shit on youtube for a living he does all sorts of cool videos uh leo moracoli quit patronizing your kids with stupid shit from fucking korea that makes no sense right let them fucking have something that sounds cool that you would want them to hear, like this. This is way cool. I see that uh, Leo's done Adele, Hello, a metal cover. Oh, yeah, dude. He does all sorts of cool shit. He's great. Gotta love this. Is this a guitar solo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that. With double bass in the background. you kidding? Some moron at my work. 
pointed this other version out, which is dumb as fuck. But this one's great. This is how people should be introducing music and, and stupid nonsensical themes to children. Yes. If you're going to have nonsense, original fashion. it should at least sound interesting and have depth to it, right? Whereas that... that this is going to transition into something relevant. The Even other way it, this song and these other stupid little kid nonsensical bullshit comes across, it's not going to translate into shit. Well, I'll tell you right now, the reason that we have mumble rap today is people have been mumbling to their fucking kids this bullshit shit that's on the fucking radio. Right? They they fucking have fed their kids the crap, the utter crap that was on fucking Nickelodeon and PBS and whatever fucking name told you the kids should listen to. My kids, Dustin, I, I I've mentioned that this before. When I sang my kids to sleep at night when they were infants, I sang fucking Nirvana. <laughs> That's awesome. You know what I mean? I, I, I sang songs off of Nirvana Unplugged to my children to fucking put them to bed at night. I, I never, ever wanted my kids to be forced into that. I like Yo Gabba Gabba. You know why? Aquabats. Right. The Aquabats are on Yo Gabba Gabba. And so they have depth on their music there, which is why I liked it as a show. Whereas so much of this other stuff is shitty. I, I like Sesame Street. They usually have some pretty cool stuff. Right. Um, the Saturday Night Live of Cookie Monster singing um, Silver Bells with the dude. Nice. Like, that's one of the... I've shown that to my kids a million times, you know. <laughs> I want them to have that kid stuff still, but I want there to be depth and actual things to it. Right. Actual music. I agree. Chris... This is uh, I, I don't know. It's as much of a guilty pleasure. Why don't we just end just every hung. show this way, right? This is uh, Obi Fernandez. He's from New Jersey. He's on Paper and Plastic Record label. They send me stuff to listen to every now and again, and sometimes I just don't really find it relevant to what we're doing on the show, and sometimes I don't really like it. But I heard Obi Fernandez. I liked it. It's not really punk. But it's got, you know, a, a reggae, more just a reggae-ish sound, you know? I thought it was cool, man. Kind of like what we did last week. This is off his album, Confessions, Waves in the Garden States. Track number one, it came out October 2nd, 2012. This track's called Have You Ever. like that sound go check out obi fernandez you can check out all these bands on twitter at the adolescents at dead boys us at charger eb for east bay at nc criminals at direct hit underscore sucks 
Chris is not there anymore, so I'm at another punk SLC. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, on Instagram, it's at the Adolescence USA, at Ramam's Band, at Charger underscore EB, <laughs> at Dead Boys Official, at Ravagers underscore Gang, at Recreational underscore Outrage, at No Coast Criminals, at Direct Hit Band, at Houston and the Dirty Rats. Chris is. I'm at SLC Punk Chris. Also, check out our friend April's new. Tattoo parlor, the Toasted Fox on Instagram at the Toasted Fox. Cool, do that. But if you're in uh, our area, go uh, go there, get a tattoo. Chris, I'm at. Uh, we are at SLC Punkcast on Facebook at Official The Adolescence at Ramam's Band at Charger EB at Ravagers Gang at Recreational Outrage NYC at No Coast Criminals at Direct Hit Band at Houston Dirty Rats at Obi Fernandez Music. Chris is at SLC Punk Chris. I am at SLC Punkcast. Well, we all are. We need to get you a better fucking punk rock nickname. What, what's my punk rock nickname? I don't know. I've been kicking a few around. It's not Punk Rock Santa. No, that's, that one's been that's, taken. I got that. That's only at work. They just call me you. asshole. At work, they just call you <laughs> asshole. I don't know. I was thinking like. Dusty Punk. Dusty Punk, huh? That just sounds like a guy who fell down on the ground and needs to dust himself off or something. Or, or it was like, because you're fucking old. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's fitting. Well, everybody, thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Baby Shark. Yeah, Baby Shark. Doot, 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 doot. Play the fucking outro. Outro.